Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 37 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. Shooting is not a talent that we are born with. We cannot learn the skill just by watching videos or sitting along the sidelines and watching other people shoot. Marksmanship is taking the time to practice often to improve your skill and your accuracy, as well as gaining new knowledge and new experience. You must first learn the terminology of firearms and ammunition, how to handle them safely, and learn the basic shooting fundamentals to get you started. Everything must all come together so you can successfully hit your intended target with accuracy. There are skills and techniques that a proficient shooter must achieve for success. Just as most people have a dominant hand to write with, most everyone also has a dominant eye. This has been stated before in my previous podcasts, but it's absolutely critical to do an eye dominance test so you know how you can better perform and better shoot with best accuracy. Knowing your dominant eye is essential to becoming a more accurate and a more proficient rifle and pistol marksman. Just because you are right-handed does not always mean you are right-eye dominant. Beginners, as well as experienced shooters, need to know their eye dominance to properly aim their rifle or their pistol. Usually, a right-handed person aims his or her firearm with his or her right eye. Likewise, a left-handed person usually aims his or her firearm with his or her left eye. Sometimes a shooter may be cross-dominant, meaning a right-handed shooter is left-eye dominant and must aim with his or her left eye. Or a left-handed shooter might be right-eye dominant and must aim with his or her right eye. There are many ways to determine eye dominance. One method is with keeping both eyes opened, focus on an object at least 5 to 10 feet away. Fully extend both of your arms and lay one hand flat over your other flat hand, creating a small triangle between your thumbs and index fingers. 
keeping both eyes opened and continuing to focus only on your object, raise your arms and place the object inside of your newly formed triangle. Close one eye. If the object does not move, your opened eye is your dominant eye. For example, if you close your right eye and the object remains in your triangle, that means your left eye is your dominant eye. You will notice then if you close your left eye, your object will disappear from your triangle. Another method to check eye dominance is to have the person you are testing raise an empty paper towel roll or a rolled up sheet of paper to his or her eye. This method works best if you are testing someone for eye dominance and they do not know that they are being tested. You will generally look through the paper towel roll or sheet of paper rolled up with your dominant eye. This also works if you raise a camera with a viewfinder up to your face. Generally, most people will automatically put that viewfinder on their dominant eye. Sighting in a rifle scope is imperative to precisely hitting the target where you're aiming. This is a very important step. Sight in your rifle using the same ammunition you will be shooting. Often, a shooter will sight in with inexpensive ammunition just to save money. Then, they'll use more expensive or better quality ammunition to hunt or target shoot with. If you do this, the firearm will be sighted in with the cheaper ammunition and will not be sighted in or perform as well as it did with the ammunition that you practiced with. That's why it's very important to sight in with the same type of ammunition you're going to be using, whether it be in hunting or in competition. Consistency, repetition, and accuracy are the fundamentals to shooting success. To begin sighting in your equipment, set up your firearm on a solid bench rest. Rifles 50 yards from the target, handguns 10 yards from the target. Carefully aim at the center of the target and slowly squeeze the trigger. Repeat this step two more times. If the bullets form a small group on the target exactly where you were aiming, the rifle or handgun is sighted in properly. If the group of bullet holes on the target paper are not where you aimed, then your sights must be adjusted. When adjusting telescopic sights, the rear sight or dials are adjusted in a certain direction called minutes of angle or clicks. Minutes of angle is the standard unit of shooting accuracy. One minute of angle or MOA is measured in one sixtieth of one degree or about one inch at 100 yards. Make sure to read the instruction manual to find out how many clicks change the distance per 100 yards. Turn the dial in the direction indicated to move the shot placement to the right or to the left on the target. How many clicks will also be indicated on the dial? You are adjusting the windage or side-to-side -side movement when you move your sights from side-to-side. -side. When you move your sights up and down, you are adjusting the elevation. Repeat the same process if your shots are landing too high or too low of where you are aiming. For example, if you want your shot to be raised at your target, you must adjust the appropriate dial on your scope. After adjusting the windage and the elevation, continue repeating a series of three shots to improve your shot grouping in respect to where you are aiming. 
make sure you allow the barrel of your rifle to cool between shots because a heated barrel will affect shot placement. When you are accurately and consistently hitting where you are aiming with your rifle at the 50-yard range, move to the 100-yard range and repeat the same steps to sight in. When you are accurately and consistently hitting where you are aiming with your handgun at the 10-yard range, move to the 20-yard range and repeat the same steps to sight in your handgun. Once sighted in, be careful not to bump or jolt your rifle and your scope. It is possible to knock a scope out of alignment before you reach your competitive shooting or your hunting destination. Several bullet holes in a paper target near one another indicate what's called grouping. This is where you are aiming. If the grouping is not where you intended it to be, either the shooter is making a mistake or the firearm is not properly sighted in. Keeping the same point of aim takes several shots at your paper target downrange. If your shots are clustered relatively close to the same location, this is called a grouping. It is important to fire at least three shots to see how well your firearm is shooting and to see if an adjustment is necessary to your sights. Sight alignment is aligning the front sight and the rear sight. This can be accomplished by either moving the gun or moving your head until an imaginary line between the eye and the front sight passes through the rear sight at the proper spot. With an open sight, you line up the target with the blade or bead of the front sight within the notch of the rear sight on your firearm. The properly aligned front sight should be centered in the rear sight notch side to side. You want equal height and equal light when everything is lined up with your front sight in your rear sight. The top of the blade on your front sight should appear even with a line extending across the top of the rear sight notch on your firearm. To adjust, move the rear sight in the same direction you want your shot to be moved on the target. If you need to move your shots to the right, you would move the rear sight to the right. When aiming with aperture sights or peep sights, you line up the target so the front sight is within the rear peephole at the 6 o'clock position. Proper alignment will put the center of the top of the front sight in the center of the rear aperture. When the front and rear sights are apertures, the eye looks at the front aperture centered in the rear. When aiming with telescopic sights or a scope with a crosshair, you would line up the target within the crosshairs of the sight. When aiming with a telescopic sight or a scope with a dot reticle, you line up the target with the dot of the sight. The dot should be centered on your target. Regardless of the type of sight on your firearm, once the sights are aligned, you must then identify your sight picture. Visualize extending the line that defines sight alignment until it touches the target at the desired point of aim. Sight picture is placing the front sight on the appropriate part of the target while keeping the rear sight in alignment. When aiming, your eyes should always be focused on the front sight of your firearm. There are several reasons for focusing on the front sight. First, your eye can only focus on one component of a sight picture at a time. The rear sight is usually too close to the eye to see it clearly. Also, if you focus on the target, you will not be able to see the front sight clearly. Second, when you focus on the front sight, you will find it easier to maintain a correctly aligned sight 
through the entire process of firing the shot. When you're focusing only on the front sight of your firearm, your rear sight and your target will become blurry. But once everything is lined up and you have the proper sight alignment in your sight picture, you should be right on target when you're focusing on your front sight and everything is lined up. There are proper holds when you're handling a handgun. When shooting a handgun, the proper hold or grip of your firearm is vital to the success of hitting your target. The handgun grip is the part of the gun designed to be held by the shooter. Handgun grips may differ slightly, but the method of hand placement should remain the same. Standing with your feet shoulder-width apart and keeping the handgun pointed in a safe direction, hold the grip of the handgun in your stronger hand, which is usually the hand that will squeeze the trigger. Extend that arm straight out in front of you and align with your eyes. Position your hand high upon the handgun grip and backstrap of the frame, wrapping your fingers around the grip and keeping your index finger or trigger finger pointed straight and resting outside of the trigger guard. Always keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. The handgun should be gripped using the base of the thumb and lower three fingers of the shooting hand. Next, extend your other arm and wrap your fingers around the front of the hand which is holding the gun, laying those fingers from that hand over the fingers gripping the handgun. This two-handed grip provides the most control and absorption of any recoil, which will push back through your hands and into your arms in a straight line. This two-handed grip will also provide for better accuracy when repeating shots in the same position. It is also very important to grip the handgun the same way every time for shot consistency. When shooting a semi-automatic handgun, it is very important to extend your arms and lock your elbows. This is to ensure proper operation of the firearm. The gases of the fired rounds need to operate the action to cycle a new round, which requires the gun to have a strong base. If the elbows are not locked as the gun recoils, the energy is absorbed in the arms instead of confined to the action of the firearm. When shooting a rifle while keeping the finger off the trigger, the shooter should firmly grasp the grip behind the trigger with the hand under the dominant eye. The rifle should be firmly pushed into the crook of the shoulder of the hand on the grip. The other hand should be placed under the forend of the firearm. This hand is used only for support. Depending on the situation, the grip on the forend can be firm or loose with the rifle resting on the palm with open fingers. Once the proper hold is achieved, the cheek under the dominant eye should be placed on the stock at a distance to achieve the correct sight alignment and sight picture. Trajectory is referred to as the path of a bullet in flight. Rifle and handgun bullets do not travel in a straight line once they leave the muzzle of the firearm. When the trigger is pulled and the bullet leaves the barrel, the pull of gravity forces the bullet to travel in the form of an arc. This is often referred to as bullet drop. Shooters often research ballistic charts from ammunition manufacturers and reloading companies to get information on the bullet's rise and drop at varying distances for the ammunition that they shoot. With this information, shooters are able to sight in at specific distances. Trigger control is another fundamental that begins with the placement of the trigger finger on the trigger. 
the middle of the pad on the fingertip of your first digit or index finger is the most sensitive part of your finger and is the preferred position for finger placement on the trigger. When the sights are aligned on your target, apply slow and steady pressure until the gun fires. Always increase pressure smoothly. Do not pull the trigger or slap the trigger. If you do not smoothly squeeze the trigger, the sight picture will wobble and the shot will be off of your intended target. Continue to move the trigger straight back to the rear or pressing it to the rear, keeping contact with the trigger as the gun fires. The shooter should not anticipate the shot. If the shooter is properly squeezing the trigger or pressing the trigger, the moment the gun discharges should not come as a surprise. Trigger control is vital for an accurate shot. You should know your firearm and equipment well enough to know just when that gun is going to discharge once that trigger is pressed to the point where it will go off. Controlling your breath is necessary to shooting accurately. As you breathe in and out, it is normal for your chest to rise and fall, causing your arms to waver. The movement of your chest and arms will affect the movement of the firearm, thus affecting your accuracy. Shooting accurately is the result of remaining as motionless as you can be. Breathing causes motion, so it must be controlled. When holding your rifle, breathing in and out will move your firearm just enough to affect where your bullet hits the target. When you are in your shooting position with your cheek against the rifle stock, take a deep breath and then exhale about half of it and hold your breath while you're aiming and when your front sight is in focus, slowly squeeze the trigger. If you hold your breath too long, you may start to move or shake and your bullet will not hit your point of aim. If you are nervous or excited about your target or if you are in a shooting competition or while out hunting, breath control can be very difficult. Try to relax and take a deep breath. If you run out of breath before firing, relax, reset, take another breath, and start the process all over again. Breath control takes a lot of practice and patience as you perfect this fundamental of rifle and handgun shooting. Follow-through means maintaining your sight picture and shooting position after squeezing the trigger and making your shot. If the rifle or handgun moves a split second too soon, the bullet will not have left the barrel and your aim will be off target. After squeezing the trigger, take another deep breath and wait a couple of seconds before lowering the rifle from your sight picture or raising your head to see where you hit your target. So just to review the importance of following these fundamentals of shooting, again, your first fundamental is aiming, and aiming consists of two things. It consists of sight alignment and sight picture. Next, you need to be focusing on your trigger control. This can take a lot of practice, and with perfect practice, it's going to lead to perfection on the range. An easy way that you can practice trigger squeeze on your own at home is to take any click pen. Slowly squeeze and press on the click of the pen until the pen clicks open. This is very similar to the way that you squeeze and press a trigger on a rifle or a handgun. So you can do this every day, all day long, while you're holding a pen in your hand, slowly squeezing until the pen clicks. And that's an easy way to practice at home on your own trigger squeeze. The next fundamental to be practicing is your breath control. 
If you hold your arms out in front of you, extended with your hands together, watch your hands rise and fall with every breath you take. It is impossible to eliminate all movement because we are sentient human living beings. So the next best thing is to do your practice and try to minimize the amount of movement with your breathing. Take a deep breath, exhale halfway, then visualize slowly squeezing the trigger and continuing your breath to get into your follow through. Another method is where you take a deep breath and exhale to the point of rest before you inhale again. When you reach that point of rest after your first exhale, that's when a lot of people will take their shot. This comes with lots of range time and lots of practice to find your most comfortable, minimal movement place to take your shot successfully. And the last and oftentimes most overlooked fundamental is follow through. Just as every baseball player successfully swings that bat all the way around, Every golfer swings the club, every bowler extends their arm after they throw the ball down the lane, all of these sports have a follow-through for a successful shot. Same goes in rifle and handgun shooting. Making sure that you stay in position after the shot is fired ensures that your bullet will hit that target exactly where you were aiming. All of these fundamentals come with practice, and the most experienced shooters will oftentimes revert back to the basics, revert back to their training, and focus on the fundamentals. Once you have a good handle on your fundamentals of aiming, breathing, trigger control, and follow-through, this applies to any of the shooting positions that you choose to put yourself into. The first and easiest position to get yourself familiar with your rifle and your handgun is on the bench rest position. By sitting at a table or a bench rest, this provides the most stability because you have so many points of contact with your feet firmly on the ground, you being in a seated position, and you can rest your elbows on the bench or the table. By having your rifle in a rest or on sandbags, same with your handgun, you have the most stability for not only yourself, but the firearm that you are shooting. Most outdoor shooting ranges will only allow you to shoot your rifle from the bench rest position. This is also the most accurate way to sight in your rifle at 50 yards and to practice your long range shooting, whether it be 100, 200, or beyond. There are four other basic rifle shooting positions, prone, sitting, kneeling, and standing. The closer you can get to the ground, the more stability you as a shooter will have. The prone position is the steadiest of these four shooting positions. Prone means you're lying down behind the rifle with both elbows planted firmly on the ground. You can simulate bench rest stability by adding a pack, sandbags, or even a bipod to support the forend of your rifle. Prone is the easiest position to hold steady and is the best position for becoming a proficient rifle shooter working through your fundamentals such as aiming, breath control, trigger squeeze, and follow through. Although the prone position is easiest to master, it is probably the least used in the field due to vegetation and obstructions at the ground level between you and your target. Also, most ranges do not allow you to shoot from the prone position to practice. The next steadiest position is sitting, where both of your arms are supported by your legs. This position is often difficult to master. 
You need to be pretty flexible to sit with both legs crisscrossed while resting both elbows on both of your knees while steadying your rifle. If it is too uncomfortable to sit with both legs crisscrossed at the ankles, you can also sit with both of your legs apart and just knees bent. This is a common position for hunters to be in while resting against a tree. The kneeling position is less stable than the prone and the sitting positions. This is a quicker position to get into once you're comfortable with your form. Drop down to one knee and sit back on your heel or side of your foot. Rest your elbow on the knee that is bent at a 90 degree angle to support your rifle. The shooting arm and elbow is left unsupported. Do not rest the bone of your elbow on the bone of your knee for this will cause you to wobble and for your arm to go numb. Rather, rest your elbow on the muscular part of your leg. This position works even better while using a rest like a bipod or a solid object like a tree stump. Although standing is the easiest position to get into, this is also the least stable of all other positions. With neither arm supported, this is the most difficult position for firing an accurate shot. Try to avoid shooting at a target using the standing position for the lack of rifle support and shooting accuracy. If possible, try using a bipod, a tripod, or a solid object to help support your body and your firearm. It is also possible to use the rifle sling to help stabilize the shooter. This position requires excellent control and stability when shooting offhand or while standing. Regardless of the position that you shoot, your favorite position, or the one that you're able to do depending on the location where you're shooting, everything goes back to the roots of your fundamentals. By practicing and practicing often, you can only improve the end result shot placement at the target. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters, and creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you've heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow us on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day.